Hello, Grizzly family. We are the GMS counselors, and we would like to welcome you back to our podcast. I'm Melissa Lebret, and today we will be talking about big worries and little worries. Little worries are those things that bother you, but don't really interrupt your whole day, like forgetting something like your earbuds or something you needed for class. Or maybe you're worried, oh, I'm going to be late because it took me a little bit longer to dress out in PE. That's okay. Uh, or maybe it's house day and you're like, oh, my friends are wearing their neon green because we're house pensatory and I totally forgot. Those are little worries. They don't really impact your whole day. But big worries are things that maybe keep you up at night or maybe impact your entire routine and you can't focus in class. These are the things that make you feel sad or angry or anxious or frustrated. Sometimes they have physical things attached to them like a stomach ache or a headache. Some big worries might include things like, I'm worried I might get COVID or my family might get COVID or I'm going to miss out on all these cool things that I didn't get to do last year and it's going to happen again this year because of all of the COVID rules or maybe my family won't be safe or your family might be talking about things, current events, or you might be watching it on the news. All of these would be considered big worries. They impact your day, they keep you from sleeping at night, but there are some strategies that can help you cope with the big and the little worries. Uh, Ms. Doherty, would you like to give us a few examples that you have found useful? Absolutely. Well, first, I think it's important to validate and name the emotion or feeling so I know how to proceed with the helpful strategies specific to that emotion. So I may use a specific strategy for if I'm feeling anxious versus a specific strategy for if I'm feeling sad. So for example, if I'm feeling anxious, I might practice my breathing exercises, which will help me reduce my anxiety in the moment. Another strategy I might try if I'm feeling anxious is creating an emotional planner. Meaning if I know I'm walking into a situation that might make me anxious, I can plan a helpful strategy ahead of time before I go into that situation, such as knowing my breathing exercises that I'm going to use, or maybe I'm going to practice a grounding technique, or maybe I'm going to have some positive affirmations ready that I can tell myself when I'm feeling anxious. Um, these are all part of our mindfulness strategies that we talked about last year and we're going to continue to talk about this year that can help with coping and um, I know I can use to calm myself quickly. In addition, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious, one thing I do or I can do is I can monitor my media habits and I can focus on more positive content that makes me feel good. So for example, um, I can choose pages on Instagram that have calming pictures or funny videos or positive quotes. Another great resource for finding mindfulness tips and strategies is visiting our GMS counseling webpage. We have lots of ways that you can practice being mindful. And we also have a really awesome virtual relaxation room where you can find calming music and videos as well. Thanks for the great stress reducing strategies. Also, I'd like to mention that in my lessons last week, kids were very, very excited about the dogs on the virtual relaxation room. But I did have a few cat fans out there that were saying, Miss Labrat, you need to put some cat videos. So we're going to try that too. Um, but you know, the fact is stress is a part of our day. We have to have a little bit of stress to get us moving. Otherwise, we would just be laying on the couch all day. So a little bit of stress is okay. But if those little worries are turning into big worries, then that's something we need to work on to kind of reduce that. And even grownups have to deal with that sometimes. I like to do temperature checks to see kind of how I'm feeling. 
if I have a stomach ache or a headache or I'm just feeling a little anxious, I'm like, let's do a temperature check to help me plan my day and figure out which one of these strategies would help me make that little worry go back to a little worry or even shrink to a no worry. So when I'm feeling anxious about a situation, I ask myself, how do I feel about the situation? Am I feeling excited? Sometimes my stomach can get butterflies, but I'm not worried. I'm just excited. Or am I scared or am I worried? For example, when school was getting ready to start in July, when we came back to work, I asked myself, how do I feel about being in person with all of the new social distancing and safety measures? Like, how is that going to impact my work? How I see kids? Then I thought, you know, it's different, but I know that these things are in place to keep me safe. And ultimately, that's a positive thing. So that a little bit of worry was like, let's just wait and see. And so I tried some of the mindfulness strategies to try to validate the fact that I was a little bit worried. But then it, like I said, it turned into something positive. Thank you, Ms. Levert, for sharing your thoughts and helpful tips. And I'm definitely going to have to go check out those cat videos. I also found for myself that asking some specific questions helps with the processing of the global pandemic. I find that these questions help me reflect on what's happening and also help me name and define my emotions. And this gave me a sense of control over my emotions. Um, hey, Ms. Leverett, may I share the questions? And can we model asking and reflecting on how we feel through a dialogue? Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, so I'm gonna start with a specific question. What was the best thing you did during your time away from school? Hmm, this question's easy. I really enjoyed spending time outside. That was the safest place for me to be. And going on walks with Mr. Pickles, who of course loves doing mindfulness walks. Um, and also I really enjoyed seeing some of my family members that were finally vaccinated. Um, so I got to spend some time with them. Now your turn to answer. What was the hardest thing you did during your time away from school? Um, I have a few things uh, with this particular question. So it was challenging being away from a social setting and not being able to see my friends and family in person. Also not having a set routine for the day. I'm someone that really enjoys having a routine and knowing what I'm doing and set times to do those. So I found that really challenging. Um, and then it was challenging to adapt to my new environment. Um, I was home more than usual. I was having to learn new routines um, and I was having to learn new technology and also being on camera a lot um, with the video conferences and be, just being in a video setting more than um, normal. Um, okay, Ms. Levert, let's try another question to process our feelings. How do you feel about the time you spent with the people in your life when you were away from school? Well, one thing I did was I really tried to be present when I was around my family. I mean, really present, looking at them, facing them when they're talking to me, listening to everybody talk and their laughter and spending time telling stories from when I was a kid and all the crazy things that my siblings and I got into, all of our shenanigans. Um, I got to eat really good food and I enjoyed watching some great movies with my family. These are all things that probably everybody's done, but since the pandemic, nobody had been doing this. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to spend this time that I've been given. I'm going to be grateful for this time. 
and just practice mindfulness and meditation, helping me stay calm so I can enjoy all of these good things and experiences. And I have all of these memories to think back on when those little worries start turning to big worries. I reflect back and go, remember when I was grateful for all of these things, practicing my breathing. So it was it was really great. Um, so now this is the time for you to answer a question. This is our last one. How do you feel now that we are back in school? I am excited to be back at school with students and attending in person. It's just so wonderful to see everyone walk through the front doors in the morning. I get to greet students in person with good morning and hello and a smile. I enjoy hearing the music that starts each day here at Grisham Middle School. We have awesome music and it really sets the tone for the day. Um, I'm excited that we have fun things to participate in again and look forward to, such as dressing up for our house challenges and our house points. Um, I love that we're able to engage with each other in person and continue to build a sense of community here on campus. Thanks for sharing those questions. They gave me a lot of food for thought to think about how I really feel. I think these would be great for families to talk about, maybe in the car, on the way home, or over dinner. Um, this discussion is a great place for you to start processing how you feel. And then once you know how you're feeling, you can figure out which strategy is going to help me best manage the big worries and the little worries. Okay. And for um, our next podcast, um, September is National Suicide Prevention Month. So we'll be talking about our Round Rock Heroes Suicide Prevention Program. And Heroes stands for helping, encourage, resilience, optimism, empathy, and students. And as we do to end each podcast, we'll be signing off with the quote from Poet Laureate Amanda Gorman. For there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it, if only we are brave enough to be it.